Hello, and welcome to the second episode of the Road to Knowledge Season 3 podcast series. My name is Sheila Dowd, and I'm your host this year. In our last episode, we got a high-level overview of the knowledge event as, um, as a whole from Senior Vice President Jim Lesser and Kurt Smith, our K21 event lead guru, knower of all things. And uh, so, and, and we're really glad that, that they, came, they were able to join us. I am especially pumped today because this morning I got a vaccine, which seemed like like that was not even going to happen. But along with 12,000 of my closest friends at San Francisco 49ers Levi's Stadium. And I have to say it was a marvel to see this massive workflow happen from registration to parking to security and check in ultimately getting that shot in my arm. It was it just felt amazing. Um, and I just kind of reminded me at how important automating workflows and our work at ServiceNow is helping people return to work and even helping to define what the new normal is and just kind of put it all into perspective for me personally. So for our new listeners, the Road to Knowledge podcast series is designed to share insights and program details about the Knowledge 2021 digital experience, which is launching on May 11th. Today, we have a special guest who's very well known and respected throughout the ServiceNow community, and someone we'll be seeing a lot of at Knowledge this year, our Chief Innovation Officer, Dave Frank. Hi, Dave. Hey, Sheila. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me, and uh, I'm glad you got your vaccination. Oh, thank you. Me too. It's such a relief, for sure. Um, I'm so thrilled you're here. I have to admit, I'm kind of fangirling here. You know, because I think that there's a lot of smart people at ServiceNow, tons of them. But you are truly the smarties. You're like the, what, the smarty smarty, if that makes any sense. I know I made that up, but, you know, you're that guy. And uh, you, you speak with customers and executives and our product teams, and you really have the best seat to know what's next, what's coming, what's important to know. And I just love that. And even more so, I love that when I hear you speak, it like, it's like normal people, like normal people like me get that. Like I understand it as opposed to sometimes it's like speak way over my head. So I just want to just appreciate you in person or on the podcast <laughs> officially. So anyway, um, so today for our episode, we were going to have a conversation about hyper automation, a very future topic focused topic that will be discussed a lot at Knowledge 2021. And um, what I know uh, is that Gartner has identified hyper-automation as a new trend. Intuitively, it sounds like automation on steroids, but I don't know. But that's just me. <laughs> Dave, I was wondering if you could talk, tell me a little bit more about that. Love to learn what it's all about. Yeah, sure. I've never thought of automation on steroids before. It's not a, it's not a bad description. What, 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 I suppose what hyper-automation really is, is it's this, the realization that people are having that there's there's all these cool products out there that all automate things to a degree and they all do different elements of automation. But people are realizing that if you can if you can start combining them, if you can get them to work together, then the the sum of what you get is way greater than the parts. And it's this concept of, well, how could we bring them together and what elements should we bring together? And and that's kind of what's driving this concept around hyper automation as a as a, a theory. Hmm. That's awesome. Imagine that working all in one direction. <laughs> what are the what do you think are the building block technologies that fit into this model? So there are, there are 
I suppose there's some kind of traditional elements that people think about. So they think about uh, machine learning or process optimization or, or process mining, depending on what you want to call it, uh, robotic process automation, and a low-code platform. They, they tend to be the prime things people think about. But there's also a load of other elements too. So so how you do all your integrations to all these other systems. Then there's there's all the AI extensions, like using things like natural language understanding to power virtual agents. And, and once you start to get all these working together, then you start to see the true potential for what you can achieve. And the, I suppose the nice thing for us is we're pretty unique in a position that we can say, well, we could do all this, but but not only combine them together, but combine them together on one single platform. That is awesome. It's sort of like you're really cooking, right? You've got plenty of uh, lots of different ingredients, but now you're like making something that's delicious. Right. <laughs> so how does this, you think, transform? How will this transform or how organizations currently operate? So it'll give you it'll give you the capability to to look at how you automate things from an end-to-end process and decide what elements you actually want to use to be able to to enhance that process. So it might be it might be you've got a process where someone's coming on and they're 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 applying for something like a, a bank loan or something, and you can you can start off with elements like virtual agent technology and say, well, if I deployed virtual agent technology. I could, I could chat with the person and be able to get the right information that I wanted. Then, then once I've got that information, I can use things like machine learning to then classify what type of request this is. So now, now I know someone wants something. I know exactly what it is they want. I can use elements like orchestration to be able to then work out who that needs to be assigned to. I can start tying that into the integration platform to start to to bring information in from other systems that are gonna allow me to make a decision. And then that decision might be made by a, by a person or it might be made by a machine. But then I get to do all these, all these different concepts around how I orchestrate that work. And as, as it moves forward and forward and you start to see people build out these workflows, what they'll be able to do is they'll be able to then lay process optimization across these workflows and say, well, okay, we. We can see what we're doing. We can see the process and whereabouts we are in the process. But whereabouts are we? Are we either deviating from what we really wanted to do, or whereabouts are we starting to see these bottlenecks? And when you when you isolate those bottlenecks, then the next question is: All right, now I know I've got a problem. How am I going to solve that problem? And it might be that you can use some of the components we talked about before to actually be able to free that bottleneck. So it might be that you decide you want to use um, an element of robotic process automation to actually take over something where you are waiting for someone to do something. It might be you can automate that process. It might be that you want to then take all the output you get from a a scan using process optimization and over time start to use things like machine learning to suggest ways that you could actually improve that process. But it's it's kind of a multi-step thing. The first step is... You're building workflows, which is giving you the visibility into what's happening. And then this capability to be able to apply hyper automation on top of those workflows means it it becomes what you were saying before about, is it like automation on steroids? Kind of. But what you end up with with this is you end up with putting your workflows on steroids. So you end up with your workflows being way better than they would have been without this technology. 
but you are the smarty smarty. So I was just wondering, as we think about this, I love at knowledge we brings together partners, customers, people who are out there in the field doing it. And I was just wondering, with respect to this, who's pioneering this and what industries are leading the way? So I think it's, uh, I mean, as a concept, it's a, it's a relatively new concept. You know, people, people are now just starting to look at it and just starting to see the potential of it. Um, you've, you've got uh, an interest in elements in the question that there is no, there is no specific industry that, that leads the way on this. Uh, the, the technology applies to everyone and everyone's starting to, to look at how they do it in different ways. So there's different uh, people that we've been working with that have come up with various solutions around it where they've started to use it. Uh, you look at some of the work that uh, Accenture has been doing around intelligent automation, that's quite impressive. Uh, we've done a lot of work ourselves to actually put, start to bring these solutions in and put these solutions into our areas. But it's kind of, it's too... It's too early to say there's a pioneer where they're actually using true hyper automation where they've brought it all together. There's a lot of companies that are using elements of it that are using those individual components. But this really is the the whole dawn of the concept of, well, now how could we take this, this theory that we've read about and this idea that we've come up with and industrialize that and actually get it to work for real in the system? Mm, love it. Love it. Okay. Well, I'm hoping that we've... Um, successfully piqued our interests, our listeners' interests into coming and learning more about this. Um, Dave, I was wondering, uh, since you know, you're the know, you're in the know, I should say, which sessions do you think can um, attendees should go to if they want to delve a bit more deeper into this topic? Do you have any top picks for us? So, I, I, yeah, I do. I think if you, uh, if, you, if you think about some of the things I was just saying then, the the thing that a lot of people are really unfamiliar with is process optimization. So there is a now and now session uh, around process optimization and how we identify the bottlenecks. That's really interesting to go on because then you understand how you identify the bottlenecks before you go through the process of, of how you actually fix them. There is a, I mentioned Accenture before, there is a great session from Accenture around intelligent automation and what we can actually do with that. And, um, Although no real industry has specifically taken a hold of this, the financial services teams are starting to look at this in a, in a very specific way because they have these complex processes that if they can automate and they can streamline them, is a lot more effective for their business. So there is another keynote uh, called Making the World of Financial Services Work for People. And that's actually a good section to, to start to see how this can be applied in the real world. Plus, not to mention, you're doing a couple keynotes yourself, which I'm sure that you'll be able to um, hear more from as well. Cool. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Well, folks, now you know which ones to go to. Coming from Dave himself. <laughs> it's so great. Thanks so much for coming on, Dave. I really, really appreciate the time. I know you're super busy. No, no, it's always, it's fun as always, Sheila. And, and, you know, hopefully people get to see these sessions and get to take something away from it that's really useful for them. Thanks for, thanks for taking the time to have me on. Oh, thank you. Okay, everyone. Knowledge 2021 registration is officially open. So be sure to head to knowledge.servicenow.com to register for free. And you can also check out the program and our full content library. And you can go in and favorite your top session picks now. 
Um, thank you all for joining us for today's second episode of the Road to Knowledge series. Be sure to join us again for more episodes. You can stay on top of all Knowledge 2021 happenings by following us at Twitter on Twitter at No365. So that's at K-N-O-W-365. And subscribe to our channel. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.